following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It's time for our heavy lifting day here on Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco as the Cowboys are coming off the practice field as we speak. Getting ready to address the media would be one Dak Prescott, I assume, very shortly. I assume. And uh, we are here to break it all down with, of course, some breaking news today that we will get to very quickly. In fact, right off the top, if off Mickey top, wants baby. to. Mickey? Over to it, you, Mick. If it's not one thing, it's another with this oh, team. Oh, very good. <laughs> All right. Yes. And uh, when it rains, it pours. Mm-hmm. So now, not only did the Cowboys have to find a kicker to replace Greg Zerline on COVID uh, reserve right now, they find out that that little limitation yesterday in practice with Randy Gregory with his calf muscle is now a multiple-week injury. Mm-hmm. And I would think when you say multiple weeks, that means n- no Sunday, probably not the Sunday after that. And Kansas then City. with the short week for Thanksgiving, certainly not for Thanksgiving either. So mm. they probably going to have to play – Three games now without either of their start starting defensive ends. And they got a Thursday game the week after Thanksgiving, That's right. too. So there's not a, a long break. Now, maybe he can get back for that. Um, it sounded like his calf strain was closer to the degree of Dax than it was to Michael Gallup's. Okay. So, how long did it take before between games for Dak? Uh, three, three weeks. weeks. Yep. All right. We are uh, we are Thursday. It happened Wednesday in practice. Right. So next Wednesday is one week. Yes. The day before Thanksgiving is two weeks, and the day before the before New Orleans is game is three, three weeks. weeks. So probably after that ten day break. So you're thinking the we're just on the fly week here. In December. That means four games. That means he's ready for the run. Yes. Because that's when we'll have to make We've got five that's games left pro- after that. And I'll tell you what, now, I, I'm not sure when Demarcus Lawrence can get back, but just watching his rehab and how he's running, uh, he's got to be close. Um, and, and again, you know, everybody's— Once again, what's his injury? He, he fractured his fifth metatarsal. There you go. So that's usually a four- to six-week injury. I told you the story about mine, and mm-hmm. it, they told me two months, and then I said, okay, my two months are up, and they said, okay, now a month of rehab. <laughs> and I said, wait a minute, you said two months. Uh, but he had surgery, right? They put a screw in there to facilitate the healing. And he's 40 years younger than you. Yeah, and he... <laughs> well, at the time, this spags hurt well, himself. He no, wasn't 40 I hurt myself yeah. 20 years See ago. That? Oh, you. See, it was 20 I years ago. Back, I was yeah, young. I got your back, Spags. I'm sorry. He was young. I was young. He was forty. Yeah. <laughs> no, he would have been fifty. Yep, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we'll see when he's back. Um, so it's not this week, obviously. And then I can't imagine it's next week and then a short week. So maybe New Orleans. So we're going to put him out another three weeks. Yeah. And even if he comes back, you got to think that 
it's going to be difficult, you know, to right. follow it up with the because you know weeks. what they want to do is mm. practice them a week and then practice the next week for a game. Yes. So yeah, that's uh, that's problematic since Randy Gregory's tied for the lead with five sacks. Um, it's going to mess up my projection of him <laughs> getting double digit sacks. <laughs> When he had five halfway through. I well, if he comes back for yeah, the last five man. games, five he just needs a game. This yeah, boy's going to be so ready when he gets back, and he's going to be mad. You know he plays better when he's mad. Exactly. Yes. So, so yeah, so that's one that they're going to have to compensate for. Uh, obviously, Mike McCarthy didn't want to spill the beans on mm-hmm. what they're going to do, but he did mention, you know, some guys are going to in the rotation going to have to take up some snaps, and then he mentioned Dorrance. So I would imagine Dorrance That's Armstrong. Who I That's who I have written down. Is right probably away. one of the guys yeah. that has to step up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basham needs to step up. Yep. Uh, Goldston needs a better game than this last one. And I would imagine they'll use a practice squad call-up on Bradley and I. Um, to, He's back. So he, Yeah, right. <laughs> and you also we have – We all forget about the uh, the look that, that Coach gave him. Yeah, when he came right. Back to and he still – and he was asked about Anai. I think Brad Sham asked him in the press conference. And he immediately started talking about his special team stuff. And he didn't say anything about playing defensive end. And then he said, yeah, and he just needs to cut down on his mistakes. So that well, also, we saw he's quick course. off the snap on special yes, teams. Yes, right. So that that, that offsides off. that offsides on that punt still this, this sticking stick in somebody's still throat, right? To yeah, yes. yeah. And then remember, you've got Micah Parsons. That's what I was. That saying. you can use in spot situations at defensive end. I, don't, I still don't think you want to get, have him out there fifty snaps against some offensive tackle. It just it's going to depend on the package, right? Like you said, and move third him down, around. First down, I still like different. him. You know, rushing from the middle the way he has. Plus, they've got a tight end this week that they need to take care of too. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, so I think it'll be you know. All hands on deck at defensive end. Um, and even, you know, defensive tackle now. Uh, Quentin Bohanna missed practice today with an illness, non-COVID. You always have to specify yeah, that. Uh, so, you know, Basham could move inside. They've got Hamilton. They've got Watkins. Um, so we'll see where that one goes. Uh, also missing today was uh, Corey Clement, the running back, non-COVID, but it was an illness. Second, mm-hmm. well, that was yesterday's practice. Yesterday practice, yeah. and, he, and he missed again today. Okay, so two in a row. So two in a row. So I saw uh, in practice when they were doing position stuff, it looked like you know if they need a third running back, Jaquan Hardy is on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. So that's a possibility if he doesn't get back. Cedric Wilson that's missed practice missing. again uh, with a shoulder. Uh, although he was out there uh, running, doing rehab, so we'll see uh, where he's able to go. So that's kind of the, I think the entire li- and then Tyron Smith, by the way, you know, not to bury the lead, uh, missed again. Uh, McCarthy said he's progressing. I think he spent the day uh, rehabbing. Uh, also, <clears throat> so yesterday, Brian Anger and Jake McQuaid. They held them out of practice, out of uh, abundance of caution, because they didn't. They weren't sure about close contact with Zerline. Gotcha. But they were back in practice. Uh, they were back in practice today. 
I, it looked like Ezekiel Elliott was doing fine. He was moving around. They had him uh, listed as limited. Uh, Amari Cooper limited, but that was kind of by design. Uh, and then, uh, and I mentioned uh, the other guys. So Tyron Smith, um, it looks like just the way they were lining up yesterday, they were going to do it again today with uh, Terrence Steele left and Lael Collins to the right. Uh, and then they got to get Ty Naseki ready. You know, he's the swing guy now. And if, if Steele struggles, maybe you have to get him in there somehow. He can't way. struggle that much. Right. <laughs> if he struggles that much, then we are definitely in trouble. Uh, yes. Or, or you better put that tight end over there. Yes. By the and way. to me, I think they should start off like that. Yeah, I think I, so, They should too. just play the game like that. And I know we talked about they did a little bit in Tampa. Let's just continue with that. Let's not make – let's not get too ahead of ourselves right now. Go back to the basics. You know, we, someone asked me – I don't know if it was you. You asked me about how do you get back to it. You know, you got to yeah. get back to the basics, man. You know, go back to the week one, understand where you are. And now, as much as our differences are, have been – blasted out there amongst the public, you know, let's just go ahead and own up to it and continue with what we're doing. How many practices did uh, Terrence Steele have at left tackle uh, before he made that start as far as in the regular season? Uh, three. And Well, no, regular season. Right. Because he did it in training right. camp. Right. I'm talking in the but regular to, season, meaning last week. for a game. And, and remember, they were coming off the Sunday night game. They had a shorter practice on, on Wednesday. Wednesday. They had the regular long practice on Thursday. They and don't then, on Friday. They rejuvenation Friday yes. and then the Saturday before the game. Exactly. Well, who knows how much they do. And that's a, that's a, uh, a less physical practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there really was one full practice where he was playing left tackle. And so I think when Mike McCarthy says, let's give it more reps, yeah, you know, right. I think that's what he's referring to. Now you can have more focused. We know what the issues are. He, he may have improved as the game went on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he even admitted after the game that it was a little more than he he struggled with it more than he thought anticipated. But it doesn't mean that it's not correctable as right. far as uh, being able to. Maybe some technique stuff right that he because when he was getting beat it looked like he was getting beat to the outside so you got to remember when you're on the right side you're punching with your right hand when you're on the left you got to punch with your left hand um and and you got to get off the snap you you know you got to have some rhythm over there also so so we'll see because i think in this game you know i think you can run on the falcons um, and and that was what hurt them this past game. They needed to run the ball more effectively, and they how didn't much, do it. How much did Zeke average? It's five yards a carry. Yeah, but they didn't. They yeah, get behind ten, ten carry. Yeah, you get behind sixteen nothing, and now you by necessity Just you're like last year. You're not yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's right. So all this. You know, BS about, oh, we got the blueprint out there for you. Yeah. Now, the week before, Zeke only averaged, I think, three yards a carry. But this week, he averaged five yards a carry. Right. And so it wasn't like they weren't able to run the ball. It was just the, the, the way the game played the out. Yeah, the right. way the game played out. And when you don't pick up third and one, it fourth was, and one and two, you don't extend. Because they only because, they didn't have that many snaps. Well, you're down 16 to nothing, uh, and – 
you're in your two-minute offense to end the half, okay? <laughs> and then you don't get the, the blocked punt to start the third quarter. And so when you get the ball in the third quarter, now you're down, done. you're down 19 to nothing. Right. And it's because and you're in the middle of the third. Right? Exactly. Remember, it's, not, had... it's not 13 minutes left in the third. It's eight minutes left. And they only had the ball for 18 minutes, remember? Right. We went over that. So their total plays in this game against Denver was 57 that was one more than the previous low of 56 against Carolina. So when Vic Fangio talks about uh, you know not blitzing, going with the four man rush, and you know the other teams weren't playing the Cowboys like the other teams weren't playing the Cowboys with Terrence Steele at left tackle and Lyle Collins playing his second game in the last two years, and they also weren't playing. So I, I, if I was putting a defensive game plan in, again, I know nothing against the Cowboys, I would have not blitzed and see what these tackles can do, you know? Right. Yeah, and, and they didn't hold up mm-hmm. as, as well as they needed to. And the other thing is now you've got a, uh, an offense with a lead, so the defense is sitting there going, okay, let's not just give up anything big, right? They're going to have to grind down the field on us. Um, That's what I was going to ask about the Falcons. Uh, you know, they can, you know, they maybe could uh, run on us. That's what I was thinking. What is their running game like? Because they've had this newfound success, and 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 depending on what your response is, then you're talking about taking linebackers, possibly moving them to the outside on the defensive line. Correct. I mean, sometimes you're going to be left with packages in that manner. And then to, to, to cover up for those linebackers that you're going to have to put down on, on, on the front line, now you've got big safeties, uh, Keanu uh, Neal, you've got J-Ron. You know, these guys can f- fill in at the linebacker position. If they can't run the ball well, then we might just go in with a with a, a big dime they, or, or, or some type of nickel. And they are 29th in the league I was in rushing. Say, yeah, Mike Davis is the main guy. Run the ball. Cordero Patterson. Uh, they've actually used him better than anybody yes. previously in his career you know, has used kid. him. As they're, they're using him uh, both as a running back and as a receiver, yeah. and he's been very effective. He's very well, yeah. he's been very effective. But they're only averaging 3.4 yards a carry. Uh, he's averaging 3.8 and Davis 3.2. What it, what it does is it creates mismatches. It, it creates mismatches because you don't know if he's going to be a running back or if he's going to be a wide receiver. Right. And that's why we should have that big nickel in. Right, exactly. You know? right. And you're going to need that anyway to deal with pits. Of course. But they only have four rushing. They don't want to run the ball. Matty Ice. That, gonna, that plays into he's our gonna hands. Throw, he's going to throw the ball. That plays into times. our hands. That right. really does. That's right. The fact that they were going to try to come out throwing the ball. Not just that Denver didn't throw the ball, but they didn't come out throwing it. Their main, their main, uh, 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 you know, cornerstone was running the ball this game. The passing came afterwards. That's right. Yeah, yeah but Denver, Atlanta's going to Denver, come totally Denver, different. Yeah, with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, and and with a that's the horses they rode. That's right. Yeah, and and they had three offensive linemen that were out. Yeah, One thing exactly. about the Falcons that uh, I think is the envy of basically every team in the league. I went through their uh, offensive line snaps. Their starters mm-hmm. have missed one game hmm. on the offensive line. Continuity. Yeah, and they've yeah. got three first-round, former first-round draft picks on their offensive line. And uh, and even, I don't know what they're rated. Why wouldn't they run the ball more then? Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, it's, it's especially not Matty especially, Ice. Especially cool, but Matty uh, Ice ain't he think ain't about Matty this. Ice no more. He's, he's, I don't know think how the hell he got Think about this. Anyway, Arthur but. Smith is their head coach, and where did he come from? The Tennessee Titans. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I know he's like, we're going to run the ball. Well, he's that, averaging. He doesn't have Derrick Henry, and <laughs> <Right>. so he's. <laughs> I, um, Matt Ryan's averaging 38 pass attempts a game. That's a lot. Ooh, that's a lot. And they've only run the ball 190 times. So what is by that, eight. like two, 20 two, mm-hmm. 22 maybe mm-hmm. a game? Yeah. So they want to throw the football. Mm-hmm. You think they'll change their approach considering what they saw from Denver? Can they? Yeah. that's the, well, yeah. They might want to. They might want they? to, but yes. can they? Who's yeah. the running back? Mike Davis. Mike Davis and Cordero Patterson. Well, besides, yeah, Patterson, yeah, yeah but. And he's only averaging uh, three two a carry, by the way. Okay, so and do we do do the Cowboys? How do you do this? I mean, considering what Denver did, they came in heavy underdogs. You know, we're feeling good, chest all puffed out. We didn't think they'd be. We knew they'd try and run the ball on us if they were going to be successful. So now, do we come in thinking, well, they're going to change, so we're going to change, so we're going to yeah. come in with our heavy run defense. Are we going to be that silly? Are we going to be that that gullible? Get get this. Last week against New Orleans, uh, Davis Mike Davis had nine carries for thirteen yards, and Patterson had nine carries for ten yards. Okay, and Patterson though, the game. Patterson had six catches for one hundred and twenty six yards. And in fact, uh, Isaiah Stanback just did a little Telestrator segment mm-hmm. from that game, mm-hmm. and which you'll be able to see on the Mike McCarthy yes, show sir. and yes, elsewhere sir. here mm-hmm. on DallasCowboys.com. <laughs> and he, but he illustrated a play where they had Patterson. Uh, we talk about the matchups. They had Patterson lining up as a wide receiver. They went empty, and a linebacker, Quan Alexander, had to guard. Cordero Patterson out split out wide to the right side. He ran a little uh, sluggo route and beat him deep. And uh, so that's the kind of stuff that they try to do. And this is what I'm talking about with, with Michael Parsons, because I'm sure there'll be moments that they're going to try and isolate him. And now, you can run a 4-3, whatever, all you want. But when you have to get out there and cover, mm-hmm. backpedal, like jam, cornerback, use hands and feet at the same time, Turning your hips to go, you know, planning to stop. I mean, it's, I, I get it. He's a heck of an athlete, but he's that's how he does when it comes to playing against the run. When you're going backwards, that takes a different type of skill. It's Quan Alexander is a very athletic linebacker, mm-hmm. and he got beat on that play. Which make and now with the Cowboys' need at defensive end with Grant with Gregory out. It makes you wonder. Okay, maybe the best, the most effective place to put Parsons is as an edge rusher, and then you use uh, on Keanu, passing down. So. Keanu Neal, um, and without the without the run threat that uh, other teams might have, Mickey doesn't like that idea. Jaron <laughs> curses him at linebacker. <laughs> I think I think in certain situations, especially obvious passing downs, I want him at end. Obvious passing down. Okay, we get a lead here's my question: Who to... do you want in, in that situation? Who do you want out on Patterson if they go empty and they put Patterson Tra- flanked out to the? Well, no, no, I'm not worried about Patterson as much as I'm worried about 
Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Okay, so, that's because the other they're going to line him up outside like a Jay Ron Curse is going to have. Well, New Orleans thought the same thing, and then Patterson beat Quan Alexander for a that's why fifty yards well, bomb. That's why you're so what? Do, so what do you? You got to so, have two people to cover two amazing people. You better get a pass. so you got Curse. You better get a pass rush. So you got Curse on Pitts. <laughs> I do. And Trayvon Diggs. No. If no. he lines up as no, a no, wide receiver, I'm talk, no, no, I'm talking. Pitts lines up as a tight end. Oh, he's not going to line up pa- as a tight as, end as a in the slot. He's going to be off the line of scrimmage. Okay, Pitts line. I'm just saying, Pitts lines up as a slot because he slot. is a tight end, and I mean, quote unquote, a tight end. They have other wide receivers. I'm with you, Bill. I know where you're going. And then, yeah. and then you, Patterson's your running back, but uh-huh. they go empty and they put Patterson outside. Mm-hmm. So, what matchups do Whoever's you? Whoever's like? further outside, my cornerback gets them. Gets okay. So you you don't want to follow anyone. No, I don't, don't think don't I want to follow have that anyone. luxury. Yeah, because that's how they create the matchups. Yeah, right. And and and, and look, McCarthy should know about this because remember he had. Um, the wide receiver turned running Montgomery, back Montgomery, Montgomery, yeah. right? The kid from Dallas, yes. Yep. right? Yes, yep. And and so he knows how that creates a problem. Plus, they put eighty four on Patterson, mm-hmm. so now you don't know. You think, oh, okay, got a lot, got a wide receiver out mm-hmm. there, right? But then he lines up at running back, or he starts at running back, and next thing he's out in the slot, and you got. When you have a situation him. like this, and it does create a matchup problem, of course, the safest thing to do first is go zone. It's really going to be confusing because they put eight on Pitts, and so they're lining up a quarterback. At yeah, <laughs> that was a joke. No, I'm with you. <laughs> and I got some interesting stuff on Pitts. Okay, well, can they come... change number during the during the season? During the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just you just need to write another eighty-eight on there, right? <laughs> All right, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. Yeah, we're going off the way. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United, United Ag, Ag and Turf. Turf, the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. <laughs> well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, 
and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Back, back, to mixed shots. Download the official app of the Dallas Cowboys to get access to in-market game broadcast, mobile tickets, daily podcasts, live pregame and postgame shows, game updates, and more. Download the app or Google Play stores. Did you hear my reads yesterday, Bill? I, uh, you know, I was I listened. See, he always dogs me. I, I uh, not listen to the show. We're not here. Look at us. I no listened to the show late last night. <laughs> and what something came up. I didn't get to the first break. I'm no, sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, since you didn't see it, I was flawless. And <laughs> I bet you were. And, and by the, the way, read, I was flawless. As uh, promised, because the read we had yesterday was about the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders uh, Star poster. Magazine, yeah. 60 Years. Oh, yeah. So here it is, right here nice. in living color. And you, you can go to on there, like the color scheme. DallasCowboys.com slash star to get yours today. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice very and nice. Colorful. Like that scheme. And there's uh it goes through the sixty year history because the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders began in nineteen sixty one. And I've got about I tried to write the whole magazine, by the way. Oh yeah, we had to give give Spags a plug because he's written articles <laughs> for that magazine. He hasn't got his pay, payment yet. Oh, yes. Or he, right. I might have, and I missed yeah, it. Yeah, right? it might have been so small he didn't make a difference in his bank account. So, what types of articles did you write? I've got about one. your experiences when on the photo shoots when you went to no 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 to the headshot. This is history. This is history. Well, that's part of history. Did you hear about the first photo studio? Oh, no. the first potential photo studio. It was a headshot. It was no. a headshot. <laughs> Come on, man. He, he's, he's, he skipped Come on, to man. the middle of the story. Yeah, man, this dude's got a headshot. He's not selling no. weed and taking pictures no. of Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> the guy that came up with the Farrah Fawcett poster was yeah. some dude that was operating out of his What did I just say? Running what did I just that, say? But you sounded like, like it was like... the Dallas Cowboys poster. <laughs> no. So I did a story on their first poster in 1977. A Farrah Fawcett poster? I don't recall one. You don't? Yeah, you had... You had your whole bedroom you know, wall. The entire right? wall. <laughs> you can see her freckles, maybe, a mole. Yeah, he can see it all with his big picture. Very interesting stories. So uh, whose original idea was it to have the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders? Is that revealed? The, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders poster? No, no the, 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 the uh, Dallas Cowboys itself. cheerleaders. Yes. Who, whose original idea was it? Oh, I, I, I assume it was Tex. They had high school kids initially for the first, oh, five, six, seven years. Um, so it was like a high school cheerleading squad. And then the and lady then that was in charge of it, Dee Brock, mm-hmm. uh, after they went to the first Super Bowl. 1970, and she went to Tex and said, "Okay, I'm coordinating. I'm coordinating these cheerleaders, but I've got a bunch of high school kids, and I can't be babysitting them everywhere (laughs) they go. And their parents are worried about, you know, the first cheerleaders were sis boom ba, right? Pom poms and pleated skirts and sweaters, and uh, and so uh, she came up with this idea that." Uh, they needed to get dancers and have a have a performance out there, and Tex goes, "Okay, so do you do we need to get models?" 
to, to be able to do this? And D told him, no, models can't would not be able to do what no. we need to do models because don't they're, have, they're, they're not, not physically yeah. enough to be able to do what the Dallas they Cowboys do, They can do runway. So they had their first tryouts, and they picked the original seven. Uh, and from there, uh, it took off. How many do they have now? Uh, usually somewhere around 35, 38. That's a lot. So the Go-Go the go -Go Girls, they don't do that anymore? The Go-Go Girls. <laughs> they used to have Go-Girls. Uh, they, were, they were different types. They had the cheerleaders, then they had the girls that were up the in the Rhythm stand. and Blue. Rhythm and Blue. I thought they were the Go-Go Girls. <laughs> yeah, because they were up in a perch. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they look like. They were, they were all up there. You look up there, like, oh, okay, the Go-Go Girls. There you go. That's good. <laughs> so uh, they, they also counted, and uh, they... You know, no, they're not part of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Okay. And how many years were you a judge of the uh, of the tryouts? I've probably done it for ten years or so. Okay, you're a judge. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. A judge of what? Cheerleaders. Cheerleader tryouts. How do you qualify? Okay, somebody asked me that question, <laughs> and I've got a prepared answer. <laughs> What is it? My prepared answer is I've been covering football for 40 years. Okay. I know what a cheerleader looks like. Yeah, yeah. So do we. So do we. Yeah. Wow, dude. That's, he's a judge. My experience. Uh, Bill, how did you let that get by me all these weeks, man? Uh, this is I thought it was common knowledge. It is not. Mm -hmm. No, I'm going to have to file, so you were on CNT, file weren't the you? petition. I've been on CNT for silly comments I've made in our judging room. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You've been on, you mean the, the show? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I started watching it then. But not, not, <laughs> I, I, I didn't do it this year. Okay. Since COVID hit, they kind of changed. Oh, the man. Judging I, went down. So you'd going, have to go I'm back in the archives. YouTube, yeah, it's got to be in the archives. I'm going to find you. You're probably just. I am going to find you. Probably bro. just search Mickey Spagnuolo. Mickey cheerleaders. It'll be his. It'll be the top. The first topic. Something disastrous. I'll give you. I'll give you my my line that made Mickey's the show mistake. one year. There was a cheerleader or tryout from uh, one of the ladies, young ladies, and she was in college, and she was. She wasn't built like the cheerleaders you see, right? She was a little um, – she had Careful. Mu muscular legs. Yeah. Great dancer, right? Great dancer. And uh, I was all for her. And the, the other judges were like, oh, no, you know, done. They want more of a, like a certain height, yeah, a certain yeah, build. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. And, uh, and so my comment was it's like – I said, uh, I said, well, if she doesn't make that, the Cowboys need a fullback. Shut up. <laughs> you shut up. You know what? It I was a break. joke. Now, that made it on the air? I think they used it. Yes. Yeah, that's what's going to come up first, Bill. Uh -huh. I promise that's right. You. Yep. Mickey Spagnuolo. <laughs> comments made by Mickey Spagnuolo <laughs> being sued in court. Okay. Uh, go. Yeah, uh, go. Okay, where would you like to no, go? No, go somewhere else. Yeah, we need to go <laughs> somewhere else. So, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you, do, you, Football. do you remember, and I think you might have brought this up, during the draft lead-up, mm -hmm. we talked about Kyle Pitts. People thought Cowboys needed a tight end. Uh, he went fourth to Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm. But Kyle Pitts and Micah Parsons met in the Pennsylvania 5A state championship game Whoa. in 2016. Uh, Michael was just a junior, and Pitts' team, Archbishop Wood, uh, beat him like 30, where's my score, 34 to 10. Uh, Pitts got a touchdown pass. 
but that year, Micah Parsons was still a running back. So he was playing running back for Harrisburg High uh, and defensive end. And when I researched it, um, Micah Parsons, um, 37-10, mm-hmm. but Micah Parsons was voted to the state, the all-state team as a running back, and he was the most outstanding <laughs> offensive player in the state that year for 5A. And he had um, that year in the playoffs, in the playoffs. So say, what What do you think, three, four games playoffs? Yes. He averaged 8.95 yards a carry and had 10 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns in like three or four yeah. games. Uh, and uh, – uh, he was he was quite the high school, and no it was the first time. End? And then he went to defensive end. Yeah. I mean, so at defensive end, he didn't get any honors. I there. didn't get to the all That's state crazy, man. defense team. So he's yeah. just this, we're talking running back. And that was the year I believe he rushed for in regular season like two thousand yards. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And what what state? In Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. They play good football in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not like Texas. No. But, no. But yeah. we'll give them a, a B, we'll give them a B plus. <laughs> so that was five years ago. It would have been 2016, December. So this 10th. is a payback game for Micah. Yeah, he's got to get <laughs> right. Right. He's been digging in his craw all uh-huh. these years. Now, Pitts, by the way, looking at his year so far, uh, 57 catches for 546 yards and one touchdown. He averages 15.2 yards a catch. So if we factor that out to 17 games, he's gonna have. He's on pace for like 120 catches. What? What was? How many catches does he have? 57. Wow. What's a thousand yards? What was the was it Gonzalez that had the record for tight ends? Probably for single season. It was in the hundreds. Yeah, it could be Antonio. Um. So, check this out. Against the Jets, he had nine catches for 119, 39 as a long. Against Miami, seven for 163, 39 as a long. Against the Saints, only three, but for 63 yards and... 39 is a long. So they better stop, stand 40 yards behind the field. Mickey, 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 Mickey. He's got 36 catches. 36? He's got 57 targets. Oh, I wrote down the targets. (laughs) Duh. Hope Chris, from now on, Chris, we're checking his stats. While you're in here talking to him pre-shows, Chris, check his notes, please. (laughs) Your reputation is at stake here as well, Mr. B. Jeez. Uh, hopefully, that's when, a lot of targets, though. Hopefully, when I wrote down when I wrote down the, so the yards, Zach Ertz has Zach the record Ertz. with one sixteen. Wow, really, Zach Ertz? Uh huh. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Twenty eighteen. That okay. looks like Mickey needs to regroup here. <laughs> We don't have time. Why don't they put man. targets in there? Who cares about targets? Well, you know yeah, who cares so. about targets? Your favorite people, fantasy football people, care about <laughs> targets, Vicky. All right. <laughs> it I just got doesn't the... bode well for this narrative. 
<laughs> I got the individual catches right. All right, here we go. Okay. Those were right. Yes, okay. there we go. 36. And so eight games, and so he's on base for like 75. 75 yards. Something. Yeah. 75 yeah, which catches. Is, which is kind yeah. of pedestrian compared to what you had. <laughs> That's just normal, All right? right? <laughs> we continue with more Mickey shenanigans in a moment. <laughs> Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Mixed Shots. Cowboy fans, join the NFL in supporting our nation's service members by wearing the latest Dallas Cowboys Salute to Service gear. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatic's experience to find the full assortment of Salute to Service gear. Let me have that, man. Make sure we got to check your stuff. Let me have it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure. We can't that, believe yeah, anything you said. We can't believe anything Mickey says anymore. <laughs> the, type's, the type's bigger. Bigger. That's I can what, read uh-huh. it. <laughs> So, Mickey, what would you like to target in this segment? Whoa, let's target. <laughs> no, uh, no, before we before we move on, that re- that reminds me of when I had r- the uh, interception record. Uh, you remember on Pro Football Reference? <laughs> I was like, it was a non Wow, this guy's got eight got, in the he, he had interceptions. He had in the 13 games. <laughs> every, 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 that's been a, that's been I can't believe this. We keep on going. It's 20 I mean, interceptions I mean, in 20 like games. 20, 25 straight games. Why has no one said anything about this guy? We got the Bishop family like, oh, my goodness. My, Man, my, he was better my, than he I thought he was. amazing. Yes. Yeah. Did it come to find out, Pro Football Reference only put games down that you that had stats in. Had stats in. <laughs> that he had interceptions in. Right. So did you see how much money Carolina had to guarantee? There it is, top Cam of my page. Cam, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Ten mil. Well, up to. Up to. The guarantee was four and a half million 
with a $1.5 million roster bonus. So I think the roster bonus probably had to do with games played. You gotcha. get so much per game up to 150. They're all in already. But $4.5 million guaranteed. That's all in and, already and, for and, half a season? And they only need, yeah, that's Come what I was going to say, a half a season. Come on, man. They're, they're all in on him. But they, you got to think that they are thinking beyond a half a season. Well, Sam Darnold's out four to six weeks with a fractured scapula. And it's not just the, the but, scapula and all of that. He was playing horribly. Yeah, they, they, I mean, he was going downhill ever since our the football Cowboys game. game. Yes, They're yeah, taking exposed. a flyer on Newton recapturing what he had there they once upon a time. The comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? You know, just being in a, in a, in a uh, environment that he's familiar to. Let's just see how it works out. So, how comfortable are you with Hyreluha kicking for the Cowboys? Well, all I want is for him to kick the ball through the end zone. <laughs> make sure Patterson make doesn't sure return Cord- any. Cordero Patterson, who is tied for the NFL's all-time record good, good with eight there. kickoff returns for touchdowns in his career. Good tidbit. Um, yeah, he, see how many he's needed. done, unless they got targets on here. <laughs> One last year, one the year before, I think, is what I saw. So kickoff returns, he's had 14 for 332. He averages 23.7. I can take that. His long is 32. We can take all of that. So this year, not so impressed. But all it takes is one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. And, and now all of a sudden, sudden you're averaging 30. Like the, right. uh, <laughs> the 109 one he did against the Packers, I uh-huh. believe, yep. that McCarthy Who takes that out? out? I mean, who brings that out, right? Devin Hester or Cordero. Right. Obviously. <laughs> Somebody doesn't have a conscience. <laughs> I love it. That's what they used to say about us. Shoot, I love that. So the reason they pick Lyrum, right? Lyrum. Uh, hallelujah. I was, Lyrum, hallelujah. Ha, yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, in the kickoff, and they did it indoors yesterday, uh, he was 12 of 12, I'm told. Really? On... on Field goals. Field goals. Okay. Yes. How far? Well, well none they, of them are they closer move them than around. none of them yeah. are closer than an extra point. I would imagine, and that's what we're worried about. Yeah. Now extra Just points make now the being thirty points, plus years, right? yards. Yeah. Now today they had um, what I'm told an extended field goal period outdoors, and I don't know if he kicked like eight, eight. Maybe he missed a couple. He he missed a couple. So, more but we're not kicking the wind, outdoors, Bill. The we're wind good. was playing That's, with the yeah, ball. Yeah, we're not today. kicking That's outdoors. Right. That's true. Yeah. No, don't worry about that. So, indoors. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep an eye on him. I guess there's a hail mary chance that Zerline he would have back to uh, have two negative tests before Sunday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because he's been vaccinated. So he could come back. He could. For the game. And what they did was a very savvy move. They signed Hyraluha to the practice squad. And then you you get an elevation for COVID reserve. So they don't have to put him on the 53-man roster. They can just elevate him for the game. When do they have to make that decision? I think Saturday. Okay. So, yeah. So they would know. Speaking of, uh, is Aaron Rodgers playing? This I weekend? just saw he 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 cleared. He cleared. I before I came so down, protocol I, think I saw a directs that he should play. That he should play, but he'll be fourteen thousand light, eight hundred dollars yeah. light. Is he able to return to practice yet? 
It was his ten days oh, up. I didn't read because I, I thought I thought I Saturday. Head, I just saw the headline because I thought Saturday was the day that uh, he could return. Look up like NFL.com or ESPN.com. They no, had, I, they I had I, a headline. I knew. I thought there was a possibility that he could miss two games. I loved. Uh, I loved. Uh, C.D. Lamb's comment yesterday mm-hmm. about his fines for. You know, his jersey being uh, untucked. He's like the most fine person right? so far. Yeah. And, and he pointed out that, so my jersey was untucked, but this guy has got COVID, and he and he wasn't uh, vaccinated. And he lied. And he lied, yeah. and he got fined the same thing as my jersey. He said, my jersey didn't get anybody in trouble. Isn't that something? Yeah. We used to have that problem all the time. I, hate, I hated the. Well, your teammate now is the inspector Can general. Can you believe that? Tony Hill. Tony Hill was the worst. He was <laughs> one of those guys that I patterned my 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 uh, uniform after. You got to cut the jersey because it's way too long, and if you tuck it in, you kind of feel like you're restricted as you. You know, go through the plays and all of that stuff. So you're definitely going to cut it off, and you want it to come out. As the game goes on. Because, first of all, it looks better. We want to look cool. No, that's one thing. You got your spat down, so you got your tape on. You have your towel. Now they're worried about your socks. So now they, then they worry about your knees. So they want your knee pads. Nobody wears knee pads. They, going back to 1980. They slow you down, no, right? That's right. And, <laughs> and if you're getting hit in your knees, then you got a problem anyway. That means you're not alert, especially as a defensive back. No one hits a defensive back's knees because he should always be in the position to where his hands would protect himself. So I never worried about that. Hip pads as well. Now, that's a problem. I got a hip pad problem one time. I, I didn't have the hip pad in. I got a hip pointer, and they had to, to, to let the blood out because it is swollen up. And they said if I wasn't able to play, I was going to get fined because they didn't, you didn't have, have your hip, hip pads, pads in. Yeah. Good thing they weren't doing that when Cornell Green was a rookie and he had them in backwards. <laughs> wow. Really? Oh, Bas- you didn't hear about story? Player. No. He What's... was a basketball player, never played football. Yeah. And he, he had them in backwards. And one day he started complaining. Bob Lilly told the story. Like, I don't know if he went to Lilly or what. He goes, but yeah, he goes, I'm. All scratched up here, and, all, and, and it's pinching, and, and I'm slowing down. And, and he goes, "Well, what's the problem?" He goes, "I don't know. These these hip pads they're, are bothering were... me." And he had them ass backwards. <laughs> well, just think if he had the thigh pads backwards. Yeah, that would be really problem. Yeah, then you'd be pinching uh, some things. Why is it that I can't find Aaron Rodgers' story on ESPN or? It's a. It's a. It's a. It's like buried. It's Every, everyone's got opinion pieces rather than on it. On, yeah, but, yeah, but rather not than when an he actual story. Yeah, it just the, the headline I saw said he would be eligible to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I think it, as long as he clears by Saturday, they're going to play him. I saw some people that were, you know, banking on him being back uh, on some of the sports shows today, and they spoke of it as if he. It's a foregone conclusion that he would play. He doesn't need to practice. Yeah, right. and that's what they said. He didn't mm-hmm. practice. Well, the Cowboys would have done the same thing with Dak if he was ready it's to It's so go funny how – and we talked about, you know, the difference between how they look at the Cowboys when we lose versus all those other teams that lost on Sunday. 
I didn't hear anybody today talking about how Buffalo had better win coming up because they did this and they did that. But with the Cowboys, like, if the Cowboys don't win this game, boy, I tell you, it's going to be it's gonna be what? <laughs> They're going to be what? You know what I had to do to find it? I had to do a search, Aaron Rodgers eligible Saturday, and I found the story. Yeah, he's eligible to return to the team on Saturday once he completes his 10-day quarantine. So there you go. So. Um, oh, and Bill missed – since he didn't listen to the whole show, you know, this big brouhaha about the Cowboys. <laughs> the Cowboys. You had a show yesterday? Uh, it, it was roughly good, too. <laughs> it really was, man. I got a lot to say. I don't think we ever. <laughs> finally got a word in edgewise. Um, we talked about uh, everybody still criticizing the Cowboys for playing Dak to the end of the game, mm. right? And so I looked up and – Guess what Denver did? They didn't pull their defensive guys Not out. Once. Mm-hmm. They played till All the end of, of the game. 100%. Seven guys played 90%. at least 90% yeah. of the snaps, including Justin Simmons, played 100%. So they didn't back off. You know the D.C. wasn't going to back off. No. They wanted that shutout. Yeah. He wanted the shutout. He did. But yep, he wasn't right. sitting there going, oh, I might get a guy hurt, no, and then and he's no. not going to be able to play. He had them all in there. Well, we don't have time to get into it because we're past time right now. Did you have another point that you wanted well, to Well, we make? can talk about it tomorrow. No, Why? no, we talked he's about it yesterday. He's got to tease us. We can, but i got an opinion about, about um, keeping Dak in the game. Do you, can you do it in a minute? No. I don't want to hear it because I want him to what side? Were, what side were you on? I'd like him to stay in. I, mean, I, was like okay. this. I don't too. mind him staying in. And, and the reason is, in this case, I, in fact, I told David Moore we did a little segment. I said, I wish McCarthy, when it came up, I wish McCarthy would have said, did you watch the game? <laughs> I think we needed some work. There you, you go. Know? But I think when you look at a, at a quarter, I think we underestimate, or I underestimate sometimes, how much goes into the meticulous? The yes, all of that stuff, and he missed a full two plus weeks of work, and which probably factored into the fact that he wasn't sharp in that game. And so this was you're you're running two minute offense, okay? You're you're he he can get rid of the football if someone's about to tackle him, whatever. You know, it's a it's a relatively safe environment for him to work on his timing and everything. And so if, if you look at it as it's practice time. You Let's know? just be real. Some people on these shows they don't have an idea or clue what the hell they're talking about. And just because they're on TV and they talk loud, that does not mean that they're correct. Well, one of the things that happens, too, is that when the network announcers mention something in a game, then it becomes the narrative of the following week. And so all it takes is an analyst or play-by-play guy saying, I'm not sure why he's even in the game Mm -hmm. right now. And then Especially when your team has just lost, it becomes the narrative of the next. And that story. analyst, but I didn't have any problem. Player, with I'm him sure that former player has been in a position to where he shouldn't have had his butt in the game, doing a blowout. But yet he was out there playing as well, and nothing happened. Yeah. To and him. the other part of it is in the NFL, there's not very. Now you do have a backup with with Dak, but there are some positions you don't have a lot in the way of backups to to put in the game. Too, I mean, you can't rest everybody. Couldn't mm-hmm. put a backup offensive line in, right? Yeah, that's you right. Only got yeah. eight guys Jeez. eligible. Somebody. Yeah. It's yeah. like how come I had to play? I'd love right. I'd love for that uh to come back around and benefit the Cowboys because you know those are the only what were those the only fourth down plays we made? By the way, have we or t- third maybe third, third, third. <laughs> have we have we by the way, have we talked about Dak's injury this week? 
I knew we, we had calf. Not. We have not. Okay. No. And why? Because he showed in the last quarter, last six minutes of that game, the calf He's injury good. Is, is good to go. He's good. Okay. Now, had he come out of the game, we'd probably be talking about his calf oh, injury. His and calf is still bothering. Yeah, they yeah. were worried. Yeah, they, they got they got mm-hmm. shut out in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, all right. I there you know. go. Good job. Okay. Yeah, got we, that right. Uh, now we're going to have to come up with something tomorrow to talk about. <laughs> and we appreciate our uh, corporate sponsor for this uh, edition of Mix Shots. You know who that would be? SWBC <laughs> we, Podcast we Studio. We do. And Target. And we will talk at you tomorrow here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. Mickey will talk more about how many targets the other team has. Go Cowboys. Very good. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!